Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Defining Your Life podcast, where we focus on living in our purpose, practicing presence, and activating our power in each moment. I'm Marsha your resident pep talk provider, and I invite you to join me as we continue to learn, lift each other up, and strive to level up together. Because we are never finished defining our lives, and it takes a village, so let's build one. Stay tuned for the episode. Hey everyone, I hope that all is well and that you've had a great week so far. And if it hasn't been so great, I want you to take a moment and ask yourself, what's one thing that I can do to help turn it around for the rest of the week? And after you ask yourself that, I want you to implement that thing. Now, one thing I know for sure will contribute to me having a great rest of the week, and I hope it will do the same for you, is our rapid fire feature guest. Today, I am joined by a woman that wears many hats, including writer, playwright, producer, filmmaker, founder of the Garden of Eden Productions, and most importantly, my mother. Welcome to the podcast, Bethel Bates. And thank you for having me, Marsha Rell Alberts. <laughs> well, let's get into it. You know, we only have 15 minutes, mom. Um, all right. Describe the Garden of Eden Productions in 30 seconds or less. Uh, the Garden of Eden Productions is a multimedia of community theater and film production company okay. that was founded in 2010. So, yeah, we've been going strong ever since. And what initially ignited the passion for the performing arts in you? Well, I want to say the performing arts in me has always been there. Uh, my my uh, mom, she was a performer. She sang. She came from a family of performers. My granddad performed and produced music. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had several sons that, you know, could play instruments and they wrote music as well. And underneath we we have a whole lot of actors in my family even though you they're not they're not professional they're not celebrity but they're actors and so I've always been kind of a dramatic person and Mm -hmm. um, that is what I want to say initiated uh, my performance arts passion. Now you've written books directed and produced plays and more recently you have started taking on the world of film what is your favorite creative and performing arts medium and why? Oh, I want I would say that it has to be writing. With every production, there comes a story. Mm-hmm. And um, so the story has to be written. Yeah. I, I pride myself on being a good storyteller. Mm-hmm. So all of these things, uh, even with my first book that I wrote, it came from the imagination. You know, I had the I had to form this idea. I had to put this idea on pa- on paper. So it is with theater, playwriting, screenplay writing. It's all the same. It's just a different format. And every production starts with the story. So I want to say formulating a story, writing the story, creating the story. It has to be my favorite. So what do you see for the Garden of Eden in the next five years? Well, I suspect that the Garden of Eden will be streaming on many platforms, digital platforms. I see us uh, traveling more than we are now. Um, We're pretty much local at the moment. I I see us expanding. Yeah, reaching more of the masses. 
Yeah. And now you said this is community-based. Can you give us a little bit of the history of like what made you want to get into community-based theater and arts and how are people able to get involved in this organization? Okay, so initially the garden meeting came about through my job. In my profession, uh, we see a lot of violence. We see a lot of uh, criminal activity and things of that nature. And so in my mind, I wanted to just think of a way that I could contribute to um, resolving some of the issues that were going on in the community. Most of the crime that was being committed was uh, between the ages of maybe 15 and 27 years old. And I wanted to, you know, come up with an idea. How do I reach these children, basically young people? And um, I thought, hey, theater, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, because if you have a platform where these young people can come and they can act out, you can be any and everything you want. So I thought that the um, youth in the community needed a vehicle um, from which they could, you know, develop and grow and basically be themselves and still learn how to be a better productive person in our society. And um, you're actually learning the art, you're learning a skill. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and in that, it could be used in any number of ways. So that was my initial thinking. And mm-hmm. that's how the community aspect of it came about. Um, in the Garden of Eden, uh, anyone, it started out as a youth program and then it branched out into a mature group of people. Mm-hmm. I would, I was getting calls from, um, so many people like, you know, can I be a part of this? You know, I'm not 27. I'm older than 27 in this. So I just opened it up for any and everybody. And so the youth, the older people, you get a lot more out of it when you do it that way, because, um, you're merging together so many different generations, mm-hmm. the young generations with the older generations, we have such a gap in between an understanding between these generations that bringing them together makes for um, more of an understanding between the two, merging yeah. them. But yeah, anyone that is even interested in the Garden of Eden participating, um, volunteering, or what have you, they can contact us through gardenofedenprodo at gmail.com. That mm-hmm. is our our email address or gardenofedenphiladelphia.org, which is our website. Okay. And um, yeah, we're on Facebook. We have a Facebook group, a Facebook page. Just mm-hmm. uh, put it in the search box, Garden of Eden Productions. Yeah. And then you, you'll pull us right up. And awesome. just reach out and just reach out. And what I know to be true is that if someone reaches out, you will, in a lot of instances, create a role for them if one doesn't exist in your current project. <laughs> I absolutely will, because I don't I don't want anyone. I hate to see anyone that is left behind or left out or rejected. Yeah, I've had so many. The Garden of Eden is a, a place for first chances. Yeah, you may have gotten turned down in other places, but we will make sure, and then you'll be better for it when you come. We have so many people that have come from the Garden of Eden that have gone on to do wonderful things. Some of them are on TV now, yeah, um, some um, in movies and and all of these things. So yes, we are a place of first chances. Come on through. Come out to the auditions. Now, ultimately, what is the legacy you would like your art to leave in the world? Okay, so when people look back 
over my life, and especially this is for my children, my grandchildren and great grandchildren. And when they pull me up on this this internet, this thing we call the internet now, because they will do it. Yes. Uh, and and it's great because I wish I could look some of my ancestors up on there. Um, what they will see is the life of a person who really did not quit, especially the filming. Um, when I, you know, late forties into my fifties, a lot of people won't do that. Yeah. And then I'm learning new things. I'm learning. I'm 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 filming. I'm editing. I'm doing all of these things. So I want them when they when they look back on my life, I want them to see that hey, she I had no formal training, mm-hmm. no formal training at all. Uh, I went to school for el- elementary education. So that is not what I am doing right now. Even my um, occupational career is not in that. But um, it was something that I wanted to do. It was like, hey, how can I learn how to do that? So yeah. I just started with YouTube, mm-hmm. you know, YouTube, the university. So I started <laughs> yeah. there and I've watched just hundreds of tutorials. Oh my God. How even to, uh, um, as far as the camera, what camera should I use? What is a good camera to start off with? Um, I didn't even know how to put a script together. Yeah. Uh, I took master classes, you know, I did all of these things. And so, when they look back over my life, I want them to see that, uh, especially for my family, that our legacy is that we don't give up. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you might want to give up, but it's bigger than you. I mean, because you have people that are coming after you and 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 they need hope and they need encouragement. And where do they find that? at? They find that from the people that came before them. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, they could do it. Um, they did it. And, and so can I. And. You know, so I, I I want my legacy to be that of a woman of persistence, mm-hmm. determination, passion, um, just a, a love for what she did and she just refused to give up. Yeah. Well, with that, what do you have coming up and where? Well, you've already told us where people can find you, but just, you know, for the people in the back, tell them again and then tell them about uh, the next project that you have coming up. Okay, again, um, our email address is Garden of Eden Prodo, that's P R O D O, at gmail.com. Our website is Garden of Eden Philadelphia.org. And we have a lot of things coming up. We are doing a film called Alias, uh, and, it's, and it has to do with the, you know, the continuing generation of hip hop. Uh, this is a, um, this has been a fun project for me because I've never written a project for such a talented group of youth Mm -hmm. and young people that are, uh, have contributed to or aspire to contribute to hip hop. And so the Garden of Eden, you know, we tell stories, the stories that we are telling and have told always have, I want to say a sinful, uh, nature to it Mm -hmm. as well as a, a nature of redemption. Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. everything started in the garden, you know, yeah. that is where man fell in the garden of Eden. That is where man was cursed with our sin nature. Yeah. And so, yeah, the garden of Eden, I, I, uh, someone said to me, like, um, do you think that because your production company is named the Garden of Eden Productions, that you should have any cursing in your um, your productions? And so what I said was, uh, I mean, you can't really tell a story without showing the nature of sin of man. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. in all of those things, I mean, even if you watch the passion of Christ, you, I mean, we didn't see cursing, but we saw a lot of violence. We saw yeah. killing and murder. 
that's yeah. sinful as well. So you you and and my and, and and what I do and what I'm called to do is is tell the story because it, there's not a lot of secular people watching Christian movies. Yeah. You know, they're not going to tune into the movies, you know, and Christ didn't really come for the saved. He came for the unsaved. And that's why he went amongst the sinners. Yeah. And so if I could tell these stories showing that, yeah, we all have a sin nature and this. But once you meet Christ, you also have a nature of um, restitution. He will restore you. Mm-hmm. You know, he he will um, redeem you. You understand what I'm saying? He will transform your life. So it's all about yeah. transformation. It's all mm-hmm. about transformation. So we, you have to look for, from the Garden of Eden, Enforcement, mm-hmm. which is a movie about um, child support relationships that ended up in broken relationships. And also working on another movie called Koalas. That's about interracial um, marriages. I've just begun writing uh, another script called Where is Mo and Joe? Mm-hmm. And it's about um, a group of friends. They have grown up. And, and and been a part of each other's lives since high school, but they got separated due to life and they're not as in contact as they used to be, but they all have one thing in common that they are actually drowning in life. Mm-hmm. And um, with no lifeline, we talk about what caused them to drown in yeah. life and what um, actually gave them the lifeline to lift themselves back up. So mm. yeah, um, we're, we're um, excited about all the, all the shows and the productions that are coming up. Well, that's a wrap, y'all. Thanks for joining me today, Mommy. And I'm feeling inspired and I hope all of you are too. So let me leave you with a quote from Rochelle E. Goodrich. When it comes to fighting for your dreams, be a dragon, breathe fire. Let's remember to keep this type of energy around the things that matter to us for as long as they matter to us, no matter how long it takes. Remember that your dreams are worth chasing and fighting for. Thank- and I also want to say thank you so much, Marcherelle. Um, You are doing such a wonderful job. This world needs a podcast such as this in the time and the era that we are in right now. While we are still writing and creating history, keep doing what you're doing. I am very proud of you for stepping into your element. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> And thank all of you for listening today. Don't forget to share, rate, review, and subscribe to both the blog and the pod. And I can't wait to chat with you all again next week. Take care until then.